Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time this last week at Fire for the Nations at World Outreach Church. Amazing seeing missionaries come from all over the world uh, to get strengthened, to get sent out again. So cool to hear their stories, their testimonies of the gospel getting into so many places. It's, it's absolutely astounding to see that we're living at the very end of the church age. So we've had a great time there. Uh, we finish up uh, tonight. If you can, uh, come join us in Works, Virginia this weekend. We'll be there Sunday morning, Sunday night. We'll be at Faith Family Church. We'll have a great time. We'll get into end times. We'll look at how close we are to the coming of the Lord. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord. Specifically, uh, you know, the second coming has tons of signs in our book. I think there's 70 some odd signs. But the rapture is signless, so you kind of want to look at what's going to happen just after the rapture. And we can pretty much tell the Ezekiel 38 war happens just after that. I know people vary about that. The reason why I'm kind of bold about that is because God intervenes and protects Israel because it's Old Covenant time. After the church departs, it goes back to Old Covenant time. So in this dispensation, God doesn't intervene. He lets the church have authority. That's why the church has to be taken off the earth because He's authorized us. So He has to take us off the earth. So as, as we get into all these things and look at it, I hear people say, Why, what's the purpose of hearing about end times? Why do we need to know where we are in time? Well, remember when Jesus came into town, the, the demons started screaming out, have you, uh, uh, instant submission, which I love, before he even opened his mouth. They screamed out, have you come to torment us before the time? Indicating Jesus is on a schedule and they knew it was early. So if demons can know the time, surely the church can. And Jesus even rebuked the crowd and said, hey, you can tell what your hour of your visitation, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know what your hour of your visitation is. So it bothered him that they didn't know. So why is knowing a, a, an important factor? You, it's a hustle mentality. When you see the finish line, you run faster. It gives you great joy to see how close you are to the end. So you have great strength. That's why we get into end time preaching. So I'm intrigued when I hear people say, we don't need to hear about end times. Tell a quarterback to not look at the play play clock at the very end of the game. No, plays are so crucial. He has to know how much time he has left so you can make adjustments. So man, we're looking at things every single week that are blatant, that are in our face, that are literally uh, symptoms of the tribulation, forerunners for the tribulation. They're not the tribulation yet because the church has to be taken off the earth. But man, you're watching people get into position, world leaders get into positions, and nations literally get into positions for the Ezekiel 38 war. The biggest thing a few weeks ago, we talked about it, was Russia and Turkey and Iran meeting together, uh, forming even more of an alliance. And we saw how radical that was. But man, let's pick up what's happened around Israel this last week. Probably the biggest thing, absolutely amazing. My phone was going crazy with rocket alerts pinpointing exactly where the rockets were. This last Friday, it's amazing. The Palestinian Jihad uh, amazingly sent a thousand rockets over a two and a half to three day period. There was one little uh, ceasefire, but a thousand rockets flew into Israel. I mean, the sirens were going off all over Israel. And amazingly, this still, this took, completely blows my mind. The Iron Dome took out 97% of those rockets. That's uh, uh, almost uh, hard to even comprehend how flawless and how accurate the Iron Dome was to protect Israel. Isn't that amazing? So with that, you had Israel responding. Israel took, went, went in and hit 140 different targets, took out almost eight of the top leadership of the Islamic Jihad that were Palestinians. I mean, it, 
what's intriguing was that Hamas did not get involved in this war at all. Where in the past, Hamas joined in with them. This war was sponsored and unctioned by Iran. Every little part of it was pushed by Iran. The problem that they're looking at now is the next war that they may have, Hamas will probably be 100% involved and Iran will be backing them with nuclear weapons. So this was a precursor for what you'll see. I believe Iran did it so they could see how fast the Iron Dome could comprehend protecting those missiles flying at them. You have a thousand missiles flying at you and you have 970 of those missiles taken out of the air. That's unbelievably accurate. So look how cool God is to protect them in the midst of a battle like that. So there's a whole lot of political stuff going on saying, you know, Israel didn't have their cabinet convened. Uh, Israel's having to protect herself. It's so weird seeing all the politics and the undercurrent of skirmishes, you know, happening in the middle of that. Along with that, you had archaeological digs on the West Bank. The Palestinians were freaking out. Everything that Israelis keep unearthing is showing that Israel has a right to the land. I don't even have time to get into it every week, but there's a different location all over Israel showing forth different things that point to Israel having a tie to the land. Right up in the northern part of the Galilee, a, a thing to St. Peter was unearthed the other day. A thing in, around the Temple Mount was unearthed the week before. So, so every week the, the earth is showing us Israel's right to the land. So in the middle of that, you have uh, China continuing uh, missiles over Taiwan. This last week, you had 11 ICBMs, intercontinental ballistic missiles, fired over the, the island of Taiwan, hitting very, very close to, to people. All kinds of Air Force jets flying from China into Taiwan. And this is what the United States Defense Department said this week. They said China is not just having uh, drills to freak Taiwan out. China is having drills because their plan is to go ahead and invade Taiwan. Now, the thing about that is America is supposed to help intervene for that. So you're seeing the symptoms of World War III. That's what all of the top generals said. This is the symptoms. These are the beginning of what will happen with World War III. In the middle of that, you had some of Russia's buildings get destroyed in Crimea. You had Russia continue to shell the Ukraine. It's just horrible what's going on there. You have Turkey going after the, the gas wells down in the Mediterranean with Cyprus. So you have all the players of the Ezekiel 38 war and even players of the Battle of Armageddon coming to the the forefront right now. So what does that tell us? Jesus is just about to come. Wow. The Lord said, lift up your heads. When you see these things, lift up your heads. Your redemption is drawing nigh, indicating don't be downtrodden. When you see all these wonderful things happening, they're scary for the world. But for us, it's one thing after another that the Bible said you'd see that points to the entrance of the king. My friend, we should see him high and lifted up with his train filling the temple because you're about to see the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Amazing. So with all the stuff that's happening around there, I don't even get, have time to get into the Temple Mount stuff. There's stuff happening all around the nation of Israel. But let's go to the Bible. The signs are very specific, very concise. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. So that's amazingly clear. But then after that, you have the, the Hebrew language restored. You have the Temple Mount Institute ready to start having sacrifices. You got Ethiopian Jews brought back, 18,000 airlifted one day because God said he would do this just before the coming of the Messiah. Then you have the fertility of the land of Israel. Then you, you've got the revival of the Roman Empire. You got their building in Strasbourg, France. It's, it's uh, um, identical to the Tower of Babel. You have 172 different species of predatory birds. I mean, you got the cleanup crew in Israel for the Ezekiel 38 war, and then seven years later for the Battle of Armageddon. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's right in front of our faces. So you have the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. You had foxes on the Temple Mount. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. This is one I talk about every week. Crazy. 
You had the Dead Sea turn blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah were. Uh, Where it was, crazy that that happened on the Day of Atonement. So you got specific things happening on specific days. Uh, pretty, pretty amazing. So, men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. I mean, nature's getting ready. You had floods in Death Valley this last week, a thousand-year flood. You got, you got more weird uh, temperature things happening. You had a lightning bolt that came out of Oklahoma this last week that went up 28 miles, the strongest lightning bolt ever registered. Uh, you had solar flares or balls of fire in Indiana last week. You had them in Texas. So you got nature, <laughs> you have asteroids, and you have nations getting ready uh, for the coming of the Lord. So wow. Then after that, you got signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles, four in a row. When did that happen last, four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967, when Jerusalem was won back. 1948, when Israel was made a nation. And 1492, the expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. And uh, amazing. So you have the heavens declaring certain things that were happening with the Jews. After that, you have the Bethlehem star, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus came together. At the birth of Jesus, the constellation was Virgo. You had Regulus, Regal, uh, Regal, king planet, do retrograde motion and form a crown over Jupiter. It crowned Jupiter because the king was going to be born. I'm intrigued that France's president, uh, Emmanuel Macron, said, I want to have a, a Jupiterian reign, uh, literally verbalizing he wanting, wanting a reign uh, on the earth like that. That's crazy. So anyway, all these signs are happening. Jesus is about to come back. You have many more signals, many more signs. You don't have time to get into all 70, but what it tells us is what do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor, be engaged, be involved. Uh, this is the time to, to not fit church into your life. It is your life. Everything should be revolved around what we're doing to get more people saved and do the will of God before Jesus comes. My friend, we're about to stand before him. What rejoicing, what worship, what is honor, uh, power and dominion to the Son. He gave his life for us, so we worship him. How cool that we'll see him face to face. We'll be a witness and be a voice right here before he comes, because we're about to see him. Have a blessed, wonderful week, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.